Please be aware the stories, theories, reenactments, and language in this podcast are of an adult nature and can be considered disturbing, frightening, and in some cases even offensive. Listener discretion is therefore advised. Welcome, heathens. Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night. Monsters lurking under your bed or deep in the forest. That unknown creature lurking just out of sight. And frighteningly imagined creatures, ghosts, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries. So, sit back grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's Dark Enigma. And on today's Dark Enigma, well, with the holiday and all, I thought we could do a double feature today, not to mention the fact that I tripped and fell on my ass, and yes, it was funny, and sprained my ankle so I can barely move, so I'm going to be sitting here for a while, so I figured let's do a double feature today. All right. With that said, we will still be playing our drinking game. And as you know, the drinking game is only for those of us that are at home and have nowhere else to go tonight. Yeah, and I'm going to admit that pain pill with a little bit of alcohol is feeling pretty fun right about now. (laughs) All right. The choice of libation is yours, my darling. So choose your poison accordingly. All right. Now for the game part. How about every time I say mystery, that's going to be a single shot. And every time I say caves or mountains, so either or, caves, mountains, that's a double shot. Now that we have the business end out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's Dark Enigma. And a double shot of that sweet, sweet Eastern European wildness as we head to the lands of Gypsies, Dracula, and all things mysterious. Our first feature will be Mysteries and Mayhem in Hungary's Mysterious Labyrinth, with a side shot for our second feature of Strange Paranormal Goings-On at Romania's Mystical Bushej Mountains. And yes, I looked up how to pronounce it so that I wouldn't be such an idiot, but I'm a little high right now, so whatever. And somewhere in there, I'm going to be trying out my very best Dracula impression. So hang on, heathens. We're in for a very bumpy ride. All right, let's head to Hungary, my darlings. There are some places in this world that seem to perfectly encompass mysteries both ancient and modern. Historical oddities reach up through time and meld with those of the present, generating a continuum of puzzling enigmas and high strangeness reaching back into the blurry recesses of time and out into the uncertain future. One such location can be found in the beautiful country of Hungary, situated within its very largest city. It is an awe-inspiring, vast labyrinth of darkened, winding passages stretched out within the bowels of the earth under one of the nation's most treasured historical spots. 
and through which have long echoed a brooding history punctuated by curious mysteries that have continued up to the modern day. Here is a place that offers up a strange brew mixing sinister history, general weirdness, supernatural menace, and ominous tales of government conspiracies and cover-ups. So, let us journey down into the inky black depths of this mysterious labyrinth. Located in beautiful Budapest, Hungary, on the southern tip of Castle Hill is an imposing castle and palace complex known as Buda Castle, or Budavari Palotain in Hungarian. And no, I'm pretty sure I didn't pronounce that correctly, so send me emails. I know you will, because I love you. Mwah. First constructed in 1265 and registered as a World Heritage Site in 1987, the luxurious, majestic complex was originally meant as a place for Hungarian kings through the ages, and it has a long and tumultuous history. However, one of the most interesting features of this impressive complex is not what lies above the ground, but rather what lies below. A mysterious labyrinth of caves whose murky corridors have long been steeped in dark history and strange phenomena. Snaking out below the opulent palace grounds is an intricate maze-like network of interconnected caves that branch off in all directions into the deep darkness. What has come to be known as the Labyrinth of Buddha Castle started out as individual natural caves under Castle Hill, originally formed by the relentless flow of subterranean hot springs, which carved out a series of deep caves into the hillside. Ancient inhabitants of the region, stretching back to the Homo erectus, <laughs> I know, it made me laugh too, Homo erectus, <laughs> okay, I'm a little high, sorry. Okay, back to the Homo erectus, half a million years ago used the caves as a refuge from predators and enemies, and in later millennia, the cool, dark caves would serve as a perfect place to store food. The caves in later years were seen as strategically important and were artificially expanded until the smaller, separate caves were interconnected into the sprawling complex of passages and chambers that it is today, which stretches out for around 4,000 feet. And just to put that in perspective, most mansions come in at a 3,000 square feet. So think of that. It's huge. This winding labyrinth cave system was used for military purposes as well as for a refuge in the event of fires or natural disasters. But its role would later expand to be used for wine cellars, a treasury, and even as a jail and torture chamber. The caves were also variously used as a secret place away from prying eyes to squirrel away stolen treasure or money to hide it from tax collectors and as a military hospital from the 1930s through World War II, during which time the massive complex was said to be able to accommodate up to 10,000 people at a time. During the Cold War, the caves were reinforced with concrete and steel and served as a military installation. Hmm, wonder what they did there. 
Of course, such a dark, dank, and spooky place is bound to have its share of sinister stories. One of the most well-known of these is that in the 15th century, the cave system served as a prison for none other than, you know it, Vlad Tepish, or Vlad III of Wallachia, or more notoriously known as Vlad the Impaler, or Dracula. According to the tale, Vlad was betrayed by the Hungarian king Matthias and imprisoned within the dim dungeon of the caves of the hill's underbelly to languish for, the, for an indeterminate amount of time, estimated to be up to ten years, during which time it was said that he was mercilessly tortured regularly during his stay in these dim recesses. Indeed, legend has it that it was his traumatic and harrowing stay in the subterranean hellhole that turned Vlad into a madman known for brutal torture, murder, and cruelty, as well as his signature habit of impaling enemies on giant stakes, leading to his notorious nickname, The Impaler. Some versions of this story go even further, claiming that upon his death, Vlad Tepish was entombed within the cave system. Eerily, it is said that he was first decapitated, with his body buried within the caves and his head someplace else. Spooky. Other spooky stories are that many people were thrown into the caves and simply left to die and rot and there have been numerous human skeletons found throughout the cave system attesting to this. Although it's mostly unknown where these skeletons came from, there have been a few that were thought to have been from a Turkish harem dating back to the Ottoman Empire. One sinister theory as to why these women died is that their master, the Pasha of Buddha, simply got bored with them and had them walled up alive within the caves. Whew. That sucks. In addition to skeletons, other strange and often somewhat unsettling things can be found throughout the cave network. Strewn about are various statues of unknown origins and in differing states of decay, often missing limbs or even their heads. One notable statue here is called the Shaman with Two Faces and depicts a shaman with one, one face on each side of his body. The walls are adorned with strange and inscrutable ancient symbols carved directly into the stone, possibly for religious purposes, but no one really knows for sure, and there's a bunch of paintings upon the walls. Also found in numerous locations throughout the cave network are the vestiges of its days as a torture chamber such as rusting metal bars and discarded torture equipment left to decay in the dark depths. There is also to be found in the caverns a mysterious fountain said to have been built by a king, Matthias, and, was, and which constantly gurgles up wine for purposes unknown. I'm just going to say if a fountain gurgles wine, the purpose is very well known. Am I right? Okay. In addition to this bizarre relics and dark history of the Buddha labyrinth are stories of a decidedly supernatural nature. Visitors to the caves have long told of hearing mysterious, far-off shrieks or screams from an unknown source, 
as well as of being tapped or pushed by unseen hands or of seeing dancing lights in the dark. Since the 19th century, a shadowy specter said to wear some sort of cape has often been sighted skulking about in the dim tunnels here. The phantom is called the Black Count and is thought to be the ghost of a 19th century count who had lost all of his money and retreated into the depths of the caves to live with a group of bandits and steal from the rich. Another idea is that it is the spirit of Vlad the Impaler himself. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Okay, that was my Dracula impression, and I know it sucked, but sorry, I'm not very good at those. The intriguing history of the caves, their oddly haunting beauty, and their myriad oddities made them into a popular tourist attraction. Starting from the early 1980s, various tours opened, which fully played up the creepy atmosphere of the place, and even managed to add to it. Creepy wax figurines, wearing a variety of period clothing for different eras, were put up in various locations around the caves, and one program called the Labyrinth of Lanterns, was carried out in near total darkness, with each visitor only allowed a single small lantern to push back the blackness as they felt their way along twisting passages with only a rope. A 2011 program called Wanderings with the Great Ones of Europe similarly used lanterns with solitary visitors going off alone with just the lantern to hold back the encroaching darkness. Tours have also tended to play spooky music and use a variety of gimmicks and cheap scares to exploit the claustrophobic, eerie location with its dark tunnels and slimy, damp rock walls. Despite these gaudy attempts to make the caves into something akin to a Halloween haunted house, the Buddha Labyrinth still managed to draw in droves of visitors, and between 1996 and 1997, the cave network was extended to over 4,000 square meters and renovated to look more as it did before World War II. By 2000, it was named one of the 50 most interesting places in the world, as well as one of Hungary's top 10 tourist destinations. Then, on July 29, 2011, a strange occurrence happened that would only cement the labyrinth's reputation as a place of the truly bizarre. On this day, the caves were suddenly and inexplicably raided by police and members of the Inspectorate for the Environment, who quickly and forcibly evacuated everyone from the labyrinth, both visitors and staff alike. Those who were there at the time recall that they had at first taken it to be a sign that there had been a terrorist attack or some other emergency, and detailed how heavily armed police officers carefully monitored everyone as they were hurried along to the exits. However, when the, pol- when the people had been removed from the cave and the door slammed closed, they soon realized that there was no such emergency and they were offered no explanation as to why police had stormed in like that or why they had been so suddenly and urgently kicked out of the caves. Caretakers and other staff members of the Buddha Labyrinth were just as confounded as visitors as they had received no prior warning or word from authorities that such a raid was to take place. I'm just going to point out that raids are supposed to be spontaneous, so the fact that they didn't email you, Karen, sorry about that. Anyways, 
Efforts to follow up what happened in the following days led to silence from authorities, even as the doors to the caves remained closed. In some cases, some staff members were said to have been mysteriously replaced or fired, and all of this led to whispers of some form of government conspiracy or cover-up. In the meantime, the entrances to the cave were blocked off to cut the labyrinth off from the public. To this day, it's uncertain just what prompted the raid and closure of the Buddha labyrinth. Theories range from the government trying to hide something to that they found something mysterious down there in the tunnel depths, or that they were simply enacting measures to control, nationalize, and preserve this important heritage site in the face of encroachment from private companies and individuals buying up rights in the area, the steady influx of rowdy visitors, and the increasingly garish tours of the tour companies. Authorities have never given a straight answer, explanation, or why the caves were raided, and it still remains a mystery to this day. The Buddha Labyrinth supposedly still remains largely close to visitors and staff members, save for occasional individual thrill-seekers sneaking in, and a handful of tours apparently still offered that are possibly entering the shutdown caves illegally. There can be no doubt that Hungary's Buddha Labyrinth holds its share of mysteries and oddities, and it is certainly a place that poses far more questions than answers. What secrets lie deep down in the dark spider web of tunnels and passages buried beneath the country's most notable World Heritage Site? What is the extent of its varied and turbulent history? What other historical oddities or strange phenomena lie hidden in the blackness there? Are there more skeletons that lie there, forgotten? Why this once bustling tourist attraction was suddenly and inexplicably shut down? Although most, if not all of these questions may forever remain unanswered, one thing that seems clear is that these murky passages are one of the spookiest, weirdest, and intriguing places in the world. Alright boys and girls, and other variations thereof, Keep your hands and feet in the vehicle as we're taking a sharp left and heading westward to Romania. And today's second feature, Strange Paranormal Goings On at Romania's Mystical Buced Mountains. One of the most beautiful natural attractions in Romania is the Buced Mountains, or the Chosen Mountains. They sprawl out along the eastern edge of the southern Carpathians, along the upper course of the Prohova Valley in central Romania, looming 5,900 to 8,200 feet over the surrounding landscape, and are renowned for their majestic beauty and abundance of wildlife, some of which is found nowhere else on earth. A national park and protected area, the mountains are a top destination for tourists from all over Europe, who come here for the vast scenic vistas, hiking, and other myriad outdoor activities they offer. This is also a land steeped in legend and mysteries, and here we can find all manner of strange tales of UFOs and the paranormal. One of the more well-known of the many mysteries of the Buced Mountains is that of an old stone outcropping looking remarkably like a human face, apparently formed by wind erosion, which is called the Sphinx. 
located on a plateau at 7,200 feet above sea level and measuring 26 feet high and 40 feet wide, the formation is near another curious group of oddly formed rocks called the Bebele, or Old Women, which look like hunched-over human silhouettes. And it is in this area where a strange phenomena is said to occur every year on November 28th. That's why I told this story, because somebody needs to go there on November the 28th, and we need to do an interview. I'm just saying. Whoever does it, send me an email. It is said that on this day, the sunlight congeals around the Sphinx in such a way as to form an energy pyramid. It is believed that to bathe in the light of this pyramid will have vast restorative and healing effects to the point that it can even cure serious diseases such as cancer, and it is a story that has gained a lot of traction. There are apparently numerous people who swear by this, with many reports of those who have allegedly been cured of all manner of injury and ailment. And every year on this day, there is a large crowd of people who come for this, not only gullible dreamers, but also professionals and even doctors. The idea behind the energy pyramid of the Sphinx is that this place is located on some sort of energy vortex, and there are other sites within the Buchej Mountains that allegedly have similar effects. One is a trail called the Silver Belt of the World, which is a rugged, difficult route that takes a grueling eight hours through remote wilderness to get through. Yet those who make the hike claim that they are restored and energized after the hike, even cured of illness or injury. And there are even those who claim to have been so imbued with mystical energy that they are charged with something akin to static electricity. Some people have even claimed that they are so juiced up with energy from traveling through that their hands can actually cause burns to those they touch. One hiker claimed, and I quote, I had one of my friend's handprint on my shoulder for a while after she touched me there. Through shirt, his handprint remained on my back. The skin went red. In the dark, when I was touching some objects, sparks were coming out. End quote. Another PowerPoint is the peak of Mount Omu, which is the highest mountain in the range, also called the Mouth of Heaven, or also known as Gura Darai, or Paradise Mouth. The peak of the mountain was once thought to connect heaven and earth, and those who come here also claim to be restored and cured of disease. There is also the so-called Living Water, which is a spring and stream of extremely pure water that flows through what is called the Seven Springs Waterfall. Legend has it that the ancients drank from here to increase their strength and vitality, and is also said to be a realm of fairies. Other areas of the mountain have a more sinister energy about them. One place called the Jipi Misi route is a very narrow trail that seems to appear or disappear at a moment's notice. Those who have actually managed to go out along it have claimed to have experienced long, lost time or to have been spontaneously transported to another place on the mountain. Being on this mysterious trail will apparently also cause disorientation, nausea, and confusion, and there are tales of people venturing out along it to disappear off the face of the earth. A similar, a similar place is called Velea Alba, 
where electrical equipment, compasses, and cameras go haywire, and where people have allegedly lost consciousness only to awake miles away, often with nosebleeds or other physical ailments. It is said that these places are some sort of portals, and they have gained quite a bit of notoriety among the locals. Another odd phenomena are anomalous earthquakes that have rocked the region. In 1993, there was apparently a series of hundreds of shallow earthquakes that rumbled through the Buchej Mountains, always joined by mysterious loud booms. It was at first thought that this was caused by perhaps someone doing mining or blasting somewhere, but this was found not to be the case. Seismologists also allegedly proclaimed that the earthquakes had an unusual frequency signature and were far more frequent than would normally be expected. To add to all of this, radio transmission failed in the, in the region when the earthquakes hit, and some residents in the rural villages of the area would claim that they had been hit with mysterious bouts of insomnia during the time, which left them unable to sleep for days on end, yet did not leave them feeling sleepy or weary. In fact, most of them described feeling better than ever. Despite that the area is apparently geologically stable and not prone to earthquakes, the government would officially say that it was merely normal seismic activity, but others are not so sure. What is going on here? Who knows? But one of the wildest stories surrounding the Buchej Mountains has only really gained traction in the most recent years, and that is all of the secret alien tunnels under the earth. These tunnels have apparently been stumbled upon for some years, and those who have explored them have come back with tales of giant rooms and citadels with perfectly smooth walls, unidentified hieroglyphics, and stone chairs seemingly built for massive humanoids, among other very strange things. One such explorer said of what she found within the tunnels, and I quote, When I entered the tunnel, it's been a long haul. I saw in the right part partitions. I went to look at the first tunnel. There was a table made of something hard, bright, shining like crystal. And there were three more small stools. On the table was like the skin folded, and there were some scratches on it. It was like something had been scratched with sharp, with a glass or stone top, and stayed pinstriped. But the scratches were made of a, as a kind described, some rods, some waved. When we went there, I saw several of these folded and put on the table. On another table, there was something else, like everything made from crystal goblets were some, but otherwise shall adapt, and not the glasses from us, with something carved into them. Yeah, I'm sorry, you know what? Google Translate is not the best, so yeah, a lot of that shit didn't make sense. <laughs> sorry about that. According to a 2009 book by Radu Sinemar and Peter Moon called Transylvanian Sunrise, these tunnel systems have captured the attention of military and intelligence organizations who allegedly first discovered them through an anomaly beneath the Buchej Sphinx after picking them up on a satellite tracking system. Apparently, they found something that, quote, did not resemble any ordinary labyrinth or cave and sheltered two powerful energy blocks, end quote, as well as a dome or hemisphere located near the center of the mountain, which purportedly emanated a massive energy field. The book says of this bizarre discovery, and I quote, 
In 2003, the Pentagon discovered, through the use of satellite technology, an anomaly beneath this ancient sphinx. Through the highest levels of Freemasonry, the Pentagon was able to secure an alliance with the most secret department of the Romanian Intelligence Service, which is known as Department Zero. End quote. The idea put forward is that these tunnels were crafted by aliens for inscrutable reasons, and that it is all being covered up. But is there really anything to this? Is there anything to any of this? What forces swirl about these mountains? Are there perhaps things going on here beyond our understanding? Perhaps maybe things that we were not meant to or maybe not capable of comprehending? Or are these just weird stories cropping up around an undeniably powerful, beautiful place? Well, the Butchedge Mountains continue to be a location of the beauty and the wonders of nature. And perhaps beyond that. And with that, my darlings, we've come to the end of the episode. And I thank you for joining me here today. I hope you'll take some time to reach out to me and share your thoughts on what you think. And seriously, if somebody's going there on November the 28th, I'm going to do an interview. So seriously, reach out to me. You know, you can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. And if you have suggestions for a future show, you just want to tell me what you think. You're bored and you need somebody to talk to drop me a line. I do reply to every single email. And on that note, I'm sorry, but that's all the time I have for you this evening. Thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio. And you got it. Don't forget to tune in next time, my darlings. See you, my heathens. I love you. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.